What's going on guys? Welcome back to Sports Chatter where we talk about everything and anything Dynasty Football. Week 1 of the preseason is now finished and we got our first look at some of the teams in the NFL this year, whether it's new starters or players that we're excited about in Dynasty. With 49ers versus Raiders, all the talk is understandably going to be about Trey Lance, and for good reason. He does not look like a player who has any chance of starting for this team, as it's going to be Brock Purdy's job, and I'm not even sure if he has the quarterback to lock down at this point, because I think that might be Sam Darnold's job to lose if Trey doesn't look any better in the preseason. With Josh Jacobs holding out, Zamir White is the running back one for the Raiders. And while people are holding out hope, especially dynasty holders of Zamir White, that he'll be a great running back one, I'm not holding out hope that that's going to be the case. Best case scenario for the Raiders is to still hold out hope that they can sign Josh Jacobs to a somewhat reasonable deal and have their top five running back last year signed and back for another fantastic season. In the Saints versus Chiefs, it looks once again like Justin Ross is going to have a really big role in his offense if he manages to stay healthy this year. The only true X in the offense, he offers that vertical threat that the team otherwise doesn't have in the receivers and he has something else that no one can replicate with that size-speed combination. On the Saints side, it looks like Jawan Johnson is going to have a really big role in his offense as a tight end, but you also have to remember there's going to be a lot of mouths to feed. Not only is Michael Thomas back, but Chris Olave and Rashid Shahid are there as well, and Alvin Kamara looks like he's once again going to be a big part of the passing game after not being really utilized in that role last year. In Chargers versus Rams, Stetson Bennett looks like he's going to be a really good quarterback two prospect and maybe a quarterback one down the road once Matthew Stafford's body betrays him once again. That's not wishing anything bad on Stafford as he's a great quarterback, but he just hasn't been able to stay healthy throughout his career. And Puka Nakua, who the team has been raving about, caught a touchdown pass from Stetson Bennett and looks like he's going to be the wide receiver 4 for the Rams this season. Maybe wide receiver 3 because he's more versatile than Tutu and can be used in a lot more wide receiver sets than him. For the Chargers, Quinton Johnston showed why he was a first round pick scoring a touchdown in his first preseason game, but there was also a battle at running back to be seen. Josh Kelly is the number 2 back for the Chargers, but it looks like he may have some competition for his role this year. Isaiah Spiller looked really good. You could tell that he wasn't under any ill symptoms from his ankle injury from last year, and he showed speed I just didn't see last year with a 70-yard touchdown, even though it was called back for holding. Who really surprised me, though, was Elijah Dotson. When it comes to the Chargers, I'm going to need to take a look whenever some random guy out of some unknown Colorado school decides to go off out of nowhere, because that's maybe something you might want to pay attention to. Dotson showed huge breakaway speed going for two long touchdowns against the Rams and I think the Chargers like what they saw too because Larry Roundtree got waived the next day so I wouldn't be shocked if they had something in this unknown running back out of Colorado. In Eagles versus Ravens, the Eagles backfield still doesn't show any clarity of being anything beyond a committee backfield. The only one I would be remotely interested in at this point would be DeAndre Swift because of the ways they seem to be using him this year, not only out of the backfield, but as a receiver as well. That's going to give him a lot of opportunities to get PPR points this year. In Jaguars-Cowboys, it was also all about the running backs, and it looks like Tank Bixby is going to have a really big role behind Travis Etienne for the Jaguars. Travis Etienne is a very talented back, but he struggles at the goal line, and that's a place where Tank can really help out this Jaguars team this season. On the Cowboys side, it looks like it's going to be a battle for running back two between Rico Dottle and Deuce Vaughn, the diminutive speedster out of Kansas State who is already beginning to show his electric ability on the field. 
Overall on week one, I think it may have just been a really good week for backs because not only did Israel Abanacanda look good, but so did Roshan Johnson and Tajay Spears. But the only one who doesn't have a quick path to playing time would be Izzy Abanacanda because not only do they have Brees Hall, but they brought in Dalvin Cook as well. Tajay Spears is definitely going to be the backup to Derrick Henry, and Roshan Johnson, while he has to compete with Khalil Herbert and Deontay Foreman, Deontay Foreman doesn't really have any juice, and while Khalil Herbert is super explosive, he's not very good in pass pro, which is where Roshan excels and which is going to get him on the field very quickly. Some things that stood out for me with the receivers is that Michael Wilson for the Cardinals was running with the ones, which was to be expected because he has the talent and size that none of the other receivers on the roster have. Romeo Dobbs looks to be a good 1B if not 1A to Christian Watson in Green Bay, while George Pickens looks to pick up on his ascent where he left off last year for the Steelers. Tank Dell for the Texans looks like he already needs to be one of the starting three receivers because he has a shiftiness and speed that no other receiver on the roster seems to have. Week 2 was another strong showing for Cleveland Browns quarterback Dorian Thompson Robinson who once again excelled and looks like he's a long term backup and maybe in a starter down the road while throwing to potential wide receiver 4 for the Browns Cedric Tillman. On the other side of this matchup the Eagles backfield is still a mess but it was pretty telling that DeAndre Swift was the only running back out of all the other ones in the potential committee that didn't play in this game. In Panthers versus Giants, Jonathan Mingo only had one catch for 15 yards, but he showed off his strength and he's already supplanted Terrace Marshall in the starting lineup and he looks like he's going to be a favorite target of Bryce Young this year. On the other side, Jalen Hyatt showed off his long speed that won him the Bolitnikoff at Tennessee and burned a defender for a touchdown where he wasn't even close. He may only be the wide receiver four right now, but he's sharing starting reps with Isaiah Hodgins, and I don't think it'll be long before you can't keep that speed off the field and he fully supplants him for a starting spot in that offense. In the Jaguars versus the Lions game, Tank Bigsby once again showed that he's going to have a big role in his offense, rushing for 70 yards on a 5.4 yard per carry average. In a world where running backs are undervalued, Travis Etienne is still going to be really good, but Teams just don't believe in a bell cow back anymore, and Bigsby is going to take a lot of valuable reps away from him. Against the Steelers, Dalton Kincaid looked very good with the ones, showing that he's going to play a lot in 11 personnel as a slot wide receiver. You can see the chemistry growing with Josh Allen as he targeted him early and often for the series they were out there together as Kincaid finished with 3 receptions for 45 yards. On the other side of this matchup, Jalen Warren exploded for a 62-yard touchdown, showing his importance for the Steelers this year as a running back two who is going to get a lot of touches himself, even though Najee Harris is the bell cow in his backfield. For the Patriots, Kayshawn Boutte had a long 42-yard touchdown, which surprised me because he's starting to show some of that talent he had at LSU before all the injuries and the coaching changes. He still has an uphill battle to making the roster, and Demario Douglas is ahead of him as a rookie as well, but the talent is there, and he's definitely worth a stash on your dynasty rosters. Against the Rams, Aiden O'Connell has continued to look like a backup quarterback who may even see some starts this year, because you know with the health of Jimmy Garoppolo, it's never an if but a when he gets hurt, so it's always good to have a really good backup behind him. The Commanders ended the Ravens' 24-game preseason win streak, and some really good superlatives came out of that game. Not only does Sam Howell look like a legitimate NFL quarterback, but that offense seems to be humming behind Eric Bieniemy. I know it's preseason, but it's very promising how the team looks. Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson look very versatile out of the backfield, both as runners and receivers, which is going to have great PPR upside for them this year. 
Terry McLaurin is his usual dominant self, but Jahan Dotson looks to continue ascending to be a great partner on the boundary with him this season. This looks like it's going to be a very friendly offense for fantasy this year, and I think Sam Howell is going to have a really good year as well because he has all these weapons to throw the ball to, and he has his prowess as a runner as well. The first two weeks of preseason have been very exciting, and I'm sure week three is going to be exciting as well, even though it's not going to be very fantasy relevant, but more for players at the back end of rosters to try to make teams. We are now two weeks out from the start of the regular season, and I can't tell you how excited I am for football to be back again. At the end of every week, I'm going to be keeping you guys up to date with everything fantasy relevant from players of the week to waiver wire pickups you should be looking at. Follow me at Sports Chatter on Instagram where you can interact with me and you could talk to me about anything Dynasty relevant that you want to. Once again, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode. This is Chad, and you have been listening to Sports Chatter.